welcome 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 everybody for our viewers thank you for joining us it's been an absolute pleasure um, I am still on the journey of health today we are going in a different stream of health focusing on mental health and the aspects of it and I have an amazing guest that was going to be joining us today but before I go there I would like for you guys not forget to follow us on Instagram um, hashtag do better be better and uh, share like we're not ready to subscribe yet, but we'll get there. So <laughs> when the time is right, allow us to get there. But uh, yeah, I have a lady with me, Shanae Tesna. I'd like to think I pronounced the surname correctly. <laughs> and um, she went through a lot and uh, I figured it would be great for her to share her, her story with us. I, I, I know her through the aspects of media <laughs> we are serving together but I would like for her to share her story with us but uh, we'll tackle that as we go so hi Shanae how are you hi Christina I'm doing well thank you for having me I am great so today <laughs> uh, we're looking at um, depression I understand yes. that you went through depression yes indeed I did and I still do it's a daily it's a daily battle it's a day I'm sure and and we all go through things and I think people go through difficult things and mental different mental issues um, so I have just have a I jotted down some re couple of questions and I've also did a few researches but um, what is depression okay so I feel like that has a lot of different terminations um, but in my opinion, depression is, I, f I feel like you can almost see it as like a computer virus. Okay. You know? okay. So it's something that kind of creeps in. You don't really always know where it comes from or what the root is of it. Mm -hmm. But it comes in at some point and then it starts to affect the way you think, the way you do things. And um, really it just, it puts you in such a negative space, you mm -hmm. know, um, that you don't really have such a great outlook on life anymore. So depression, honestly, it's, a virus of some sorts in my opinion okay and that's that's understandable and um, what were the what caused your depression so my depression stemmed from a weird place I had some trouble figuring figuring it out um, I never really ever struggled with depression okay. so growing up I my mom had depression mm -hmm. and a few of my close friends but in my head I thought like no it's just a mind thing, you know, get yourself out of it, you know, it's, you know. And then as soon as I finished with high school and I entered the real world, I guess you could say, yeah. I started experiencing the real life outside and how tough things actually are. And I had a very good sense of who I was and, you know, what my purpose is in life. But I don't know, somehow I just started feeling very, very sad and very... Um, yeah, I just didn't enjoy doing the things that I used to enjoy doing anymore and I didn't know where it was coming from but at the same time I also had so much going on at home which um, wasn't necessarily the best, you know, something that you don't think um, would ever happen to you which caused a lot of bitterness mm -hmm. and because of that root of bitterness that I had it led to, it like sprung out and it led to different areas of um, suffering and which caused depression and anxiety and yeah, so that's technically how I came about my depression and I didn't even notice it until I went to therapy and oh. that's when my therapist told me like listen you actually have depression I'm like oh yeah. wow I did not see that coming <laughs> and there weren't any I mean what I read right is um, I'll, I'll try to pull it up 
what I read was that um, symptoms of depression are different mm. and people experience it with their mood, with their behavior, yes. their sleep yes. and a whole body and within the mind as well. Mm. Um, do you have anything that was different from the usual which can then be concised as a, a symptom that you yeah. probably think at this point this is what happened when I was in high school and the changes that went happen I mean I, I understand that there would be changes yeah. from one end yes, from different age group to another stepping into that real world yes. you'd say but what are the symptoms that were that you think or maybe your therapist at the time kind of picked up to also enlighten you that this is what's happening and also enable you to see that through those things this is what exactly you were experiencing yeah so um, obviously you know it'd be a natural thing from like in high school and stuff you have a certain sleeping routine um, and then obviously stepping out of that not having a job uh, you kind of tend to find what works best for you and so I did find a routine that worked for me but then I think my symptoms started coming into play um, it was like I'd sleep in late for example I'd only wake up at nine o'clock and then Say now the night before I went to go sleep at seven. So I've had so much sleep, but for some reason I still couldn't gather the motivation to get up. Okay. Like I couldn't get out of bed. Okay. And um, at first, like I thought, you know, maybe I'm just not feeling well. Might be a bit under the weather. Mm. But it started becoming a regular thing. Okay. Like I started, I just didn't have energy anymore to do life or to get out of bed. Um, and then, so I always used to go sleep early then because of that. Mm. And then at some point it changed again. So then I was having insomnia and I couldn't sleep at all. Well, so okay. it was completely different, completely mm. vast. But yeah, I just it was honestly such a weird experience, and it still happens. Like at some point, like I'll find myself like I could have had a very busy day, um, but then and I'm tired. I'm actually tired. I want to sleep, but then I just can't sleep at all. Yeah. Sure. So wow, that's that's quite intense. Because I, I I had a I had someone who experienced insomnia, but it was different because I think maybe at the time they were going through something that they didn't realize they had. Because I think sometimes you go through certain things thinking that it's not depression, yeah. and a lot of people run away from the fact 100%. that you're going through something and it could be related to. Yeah. And the reason of pattern change is because of possibly depression and I know for one with within my culture or my race yeah. it's flawed upon like yeah. it's frowned upon yeah. and it's just it's not that it's not the case it's not entertained it's not something that we look at it yes and it, it, it I think we in this generation need to kind of bring that indication about there are certain health issues yeah. that are not picked on who you are exactly and um, and also just to add on with what's been currently going on with the Olympics there's so mm. much yeah. um, that has been transparent and and uh, we've just been aware as a, as holistically as the world as to the certain mental health issues that yes. we just need not to run away from yes. and I'm glad that today we're actually having this conversation so um, yes you went through all of it uh, picked up the symptoms and um, were you diagnosed by uh, a medical doctor to say actually you have yes um, depression? Uh, regarding that obviously like I mentioned I was um, visiting a th or seeing a therapist and I didn't know what my problem was hence me going there <laughs> and um, after a few weeks 
she kind of told me, listen, you have depression. Yeah. Uh, you have depression, you suffer with anxiety and regular panic attacks. And so since then, I mean, at that point it wasn't too hectic yet. Um, that was just kind of, I noticed there was a difference in the way that I do things and um, it started to scare me because I never had problems with these certain things. And that's what made me, you know, seek out that wise counsel, seek out therapy. And yeah, I mean, she, my therapist really encouraged me, you know, um, to just, she helped me look at certain things just to improve my way of thinking and you know, if I'm feeling a certain way, there's certain exercises that I can do. And, um, yeah, she did encourage me to, you know, see a doctor um, if it gets worse, okay. which it did. But then also, it's, you know, it fluctuates. It's like a roller coaster. So, yeah. so you have your highs, you have your lows. But, yeah, so that was my sort of indicator that I have depression, was okay. through my therapist. Okay. And then the phases that you went through. Um, yeah. This, before we talk about a possible treatment or if there was any, um, I know generally with with any diagnosis mm. that you find there's there's that um, element where you're like, am I really in this? Am I yeah. the person who has depression? Am I the person who has uh, epilepsy? Am mm. I the person? How do I deal? Like the point of accepting that this is your current. Yeah point of your situation. I, I don't like to make it something that it stands and it kind of has a hold on you, but yeah. um, is a point of it, did you go to any kind of denial phase, acceptance phase, mm. and, and all of that? Definitely went through denial. Denial was a big thing for me. Um, I actually stopped seeing my therapist because of it for a little while, just because I didn't want to believe it. Mm. Um, I think also like, I grew up in a religious household, so also in the religion that you know I grew up in, it's also frowned upon okay. to have any like mental problems because okay. you know. Um, yeah, so I didn't want to believe it, and I had family members telling me like, no, it's not depression. You just need to start doing more things. You need to get out more. You need to see more people. Even though like I still was on my regular schedule of seeing my friends and still going out and stuff is just yeah I don't know like denial was definitely a problem um, until I had a breakdown and I realized okay this is not normal clearly there is something that's actually it's bigger than what I think it is and I should really just accept it for what it is and or at least start to accept it for what it is and go to my therapist again and have her actually help me because I was very closed off I didn't want I didn't want someone to tell me that there was something wrong with me, you know? Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty much how my phase went from denial to acceptance. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really something that you don't think you'll ever have, especially if you don't grow up with it. Some yes. people get it at a young age. Yeah. Um, but then getting it later on in your 20s, it's a, little, it's a, it's a odd thing. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much how my. Phases. That's those phases. Yeah. I, I hear a lot of that, and you mentioning uh, the different phases and the challenges that you went through. And <clears throat> what came into my mind was um, I need to, <laughs> the word needs to come back. There I have it. So you mentioned a lot, and I just want to know now as to what amount of support did you have? Mm -hmm 
either from family and from friends. And you mentioned also your family is quite religious. Yes. Um, what happened to that when you share your, your testimony holistically? Yeah. But what amount of support did you have? Because you'll find that a lot of people don't get that support because you withdraw from people. Yeah. And then people will be like, okay, well, if this is you now, yeah. we're not going to entertain it because we're trying to reach out. Because, I mean, it's different for each individual. 100%. Persona based. Yeah. Um, but what was your support from friends and family? Okay. There was any. Yeah. So I'd say my support definitely came more from friends. Okay. Um, not in the sense that, you know, obviously I'd said, like I mentioned in the beginning, my family was more against this as in, like, towards depression. Um, but also in that time period where everything started, I wasn't around my family a lot. I had moved out of home and I was currently staying with a friend. So at that time, my support definitely came from my friends. Um, it was kind of difficult because... You know, sometimes people want to support you as well, but they also can't really relate to what you're going through. So that's that was kind of a hard thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. But I will say it was definitely appreciated. And I did have a friend or two who was able to, you know, who's been there, done that. Okay. And who's still on the journey of, you know, battling with depression, but also overcoming it. Because mm-hmm. I do believe it can be overcome. Um, so regards with regards to that, I think... I was just very blessed to have friends who were able to be there for me, even though they didn't necessarily understand how to help me. Um, But yeah, like I mentioned, there was a one or two friends that could relate and that could actually help me see the bigger picture. And then, of course, a therapist as well. Yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty much my my support structure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is great because it's quite important to have the support, irrespective of whether someone does understand or not. And I think. It becomes also very difficult for someone who doesn't understand mm. what's going on. They want to help, they can't, they don't know how to. Yes. And I think it is very much important to have a professional mm. helping you yeah. holistically because I think 100%. that way they're not able to just be objective, but they're also able to give medical advice yes. as to what do you need, how to go according to certain um, things that you're going through yes. as well. Yeah, we've touched on a lot, and I would like. Um, oh, before before we go to your testimony, I'm literally rushing, but I have <laughs> I have one more question. Is in in most of what you went through, what was the most, or what you are still overcoming? What is the most, or was the most frustrating part for you as an individual, for you as a person? going through all of this mm. what was most frustrating and why was it frustrating oh i can answer that easily <laughs> i think for me the most frustrating part is the fact that there are certain things that i know i love doing okay i know i love doing it because i've always loved doing it you yeah. know something that so for example a hobby or something mm. but then all of a sudden i've got no energy for it no motivation at all I can think in my head how excited I am to do it, but then actually physically doing it, there's nothing going on. Nothing. It's like your brain and your body completely works against each other. So, it's crazy. I mean, sometimes it would be even going out with friends. Mm -hmm. I want to go out with my friends. I want to see my friends. Mm -hmm. But then the thought of actually getting up and doing something and like being around people, having conversations, just that alone drains me so much before even actually doing it. So Whoa. that was definitely, <laughs> definitely the most frustrating thing ever. Yeah. Whoa. So I, I think that definitely plays a big part. And then there's also the fact that, you know, 
um, also my eating habits change. Either I eat a lot or I eat very little. Mm. I found myself picking up so much weight, mm. non like no dietary you yes. know reasons involved. Because I, at that point of time, I was actually doing well. Like I went for my jog every day. Mm. Well, every second day, <laughs> <laughs> drinking a lot of water. But then I found myself getting these weird cravings, and it's I'm not even hungry, but I have these weird cravings, yeah. and then. Yeah month later so picked up 5kg and it's like great and then sometimes you have like a loss of appetite and you don't yeah. want to eat anything so I think that's for me the most frustrating because it's very unpredictable mm. and also you don't know when you're gonna have a good day okay. you don't know when that depression is gonna creep in it's not always there in my in my wow. my personal experience it's wow. not always there so yeah that's that's frustrating to me sure so in I don't know if does COVID factor in. Mm. Did you ever, did you, because now COVID happened. Yeah. Um, we'll have to just streamline to a certain time frame. Yes. As to when, when, when were you then de- diagnosed with depression? Which year? 2020. So, yeah. Within the year. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> definitely had a part to play in it. COVID definitely had a part to play I was actually play. about to ask, how did COVID affect yeah. everything that was happening around the world and within yourself yes. and your life? Well, I think it definitely played a part because of the isolation. Yes. Isolation was a big part in my depression just because, firstly, I wasn't able to start working. You know, you just come out of matric, you have so many plans and, you know, you know what you want to do with your life and then all of a sudden everything shuts down yeah. and you can't do anything. Yeah. So that was step number one. But I didn't notice it at first because it was like, oh, in my head, I'm like, okay, cool, now I've got, like, free time. I can do, you know, (laughs) spend it with my friends, I can do whatever. Obviously within regulations. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then realizing, you know, that actual realization of, okay, but you literally can't do anything, even if you want to do something. Um, Yeah. And if you think about it, like, that's very much a a physical thing of what I was experiencing experiencing like internally like you I want to do something but I can't do something Mm -hmm. and I was having the same battle within myself with my day my day-to-day things so yeah and then I also had COVID Mm -hmm. which was even worse is it yes because then new information for me (laughs) (laughs) because then even when restrictions were starting to lift and now you can go out now you can go to restaurants I still couldn't and I was at home (laughs) so it's like well now I really can't do anything but um, I think, yeah, it's really my... So I mentioned that I was currently staying with a friend at the time. Yeah. And the reason behind that was because of household problems that I had at home. Okay. So that was a build-up. I think the, you know, the whole COVID coming into play and lockdown and everything was a build-up of what was already happening in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, you know, everything put together, that's mm-hmm. when depression slowly started to creep in. Mm-hmm. Because I started feeling that, you know, I don't want to say... And this is just what I feel in my mind, but I started getting a victim mindset. Okay. And why is this happening to me? Yes. yes and yes, yes. I mean, it's normal. Mm-hmm. We literally, you know, we everything we do in life is how anything like benefits us. Yes. What is the next thing that we're going to do going to benefit us? Of mm. course, we have, you know, how can we help other people? Yes. But still, your life is solely based on what you need to do as well mm-hmm. and where you want to go in life. Mm. And, you know, with keeping that in mind, I had no idea anymore. Okay. It was I just felt completely lost. Like I, I was completely out of touch with reality. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah the isolation did not help with that at all and yeah that's pretty much how everything started to build up you had quite a 2020 (laughs) (laughs) it was something else okay so we're gonna wrap it up Mm. but I want for you I I know I approached you because I knew your story and I knew it through um, the lens of church yes and I would like for you to share your testimony as to how because you know I I understand you you're religious Mm. and I want you to share your story and also share how going through this having the support of family friends and um, I would like to believe you had your uh, religious leaders with you yes. in that process. Yes. How it is important for one to be connected spiritually mm-hmm. as well as um, going through this process and because it's a mental process in itself. Um, so the floor is yours. It's for you to you. Share, share your testimony <laughs> and how you could like to enlighten other people about it. Yeah. So I definitely want to start off by saying when all of this started happening, I was also going through a shift in church because being in high school, obviously you're in the youth structure, you know, um, and then finishing off, you're now joining the young adults and you're starting to click with a different group of people. And that alone was a little bit stressful for me because I didn't know, you know, how well that was going to play off. But I met a really good group of people through the like serving mm. so what's the way I met you Christina <laughs> <laughs> um, the people that I serve with um, honestly I think having good connections and having a good support structure you can get through anything um, and the reason I say that is because with depression it's really something that you start to isolate yourself with yeah. you you really just you feel like you're all by yourself even when you're not and I will say my friends from church, they wouldn't take no for an answer. Let me put it that way. If I said, I do not feel well, I don't want to go out, I don't want to do anything, they would make it their mission to make sure either they get to me or they get me out of the house. So, of course, you know, not necessarily that I enjoyed it all the time because sometimes, you know, you're really in such a low that you... Mm you can't enjoy it even though you understand and you appreciate the intention behind what they're doing it's still something that you need to kind of deal with Mm -hmm. internally yeah so it's it's an interesting thing but like I mentioned earlier as well um, when I started seeing my therapist we realized there was a root of bitterness because I think the the biggest thing with depression when it starts to creep in is you don't know where it's coming from and lots of people tend to believe like there is no root like there's no cause of your depression but from what I've learned and through what my therapist has helped me um, to understand is there is a root it could be multiple reasons actually it's subconsciously you don't even notice it taking place Mm -hmm. but over the years because my depression has actually been something that's built up over the years I like to believe it's everything that happened like recently but um, they are stuff that I still need to deal with from my past that has actually had an effect on how I'm feeling right now and it's crazy things like things from like years ago that you don't even notice has such a huge effect because you just experience it and you you know like okay it's done just shove it under the rug and deal and with it deal. or not even deal with it you but move you just on move on. yeah because you think you know it'll sort itself out so. True. Yeah, I <laughs> i'm sure that. we all have done that <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> i can attest to it yeah so um 
then dealing with that root of bitterness, like from starting at the start and kind of like looking at your life through a different lens, or at least that's what I did. And I started to see like all the things that could have attributed to how I'm feeling right now. So that's pretty much how I got to the point of understanding what was going on with me and what I was going through and what I'm still going through. Um, but then from there, like taking it forward, it's been a journey of self-discovery once again because, like I said, I, I was so sure of who I was and, you know, and within a year everything changed. And it's crazy because it took a world pandemic to bring that out, but it's something that's been under the surface my whole life. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, it's still a journey of self-discovery and figuring out, like, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And the fact that I had that support structure was mm. just really amazing because even though some of my friends didn't understand they were there they never gave up on me um i mean church at some point i started asking god like why is this happening to me you know i've never had this problem before i, wait, I didn't even believe in depression like i just thought you know some people are and it's so terrible for me to say now because now i understand like what i put those people through yeah. but i was like no man just sort yourself out to my yeah. <laughs> wow the nerve the audacity i had but um yeah. yeah and i started questioning god and i was like but why like you know where are you now like why aren't yeah. you helping me yeah and just me doing that alone cringed myself because uh, I never wanted to be a person asking God where he is because knowing, you know, based up uh, growing up in like a Christian home, you get like Jesus is with you all the time. And he is, but yeah, it was something that I was struggling with. Um, but then my friends from church and counsel from church as well because my therapist actually is connected to my church. Oh, perfect. So it actually that was a win win. Exactly. You. So that's exactly when I started seeing her and we started speaking about things and she kept directing me back to God. And yeah. you know, not saying that you know what I loved about it the most is the fact that even though um, in my opinion, Christianity frowned upon mental illness. She was actually helping me through it and helping me see that, like, God does not frown upon mental illness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's still there for you. Yeah. And he actually wants to help you even more than you realize. Yeah. You just need to be open to it and accept it. Mm -hmm. And um, since then, I have been trying, like, I've been doing so many devotionals and I've been, you know, on depression, like, educating myself more about it. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I've also been spending more time with family. I've been spending more time with friends. Um, if I feel like I'm getting in a, a low, then I tell myself like affirmations. Okay. And I start doing like lists. I make lists of stuff that I'm grateful for. It's little things. Yeah. And you know, you don't always think like it will help because at first I was like, I don't really know what this is going to do. Like mm -hmm. there's something my therapist actually recommended and I was like, I'm not sure how... You know, yeah, I'm not you. sure how this is beneficial in any way, but then, it, like, you know, it builds up. Like, you can be grateful for having a bed, you know, having a home, having water to drink, anything yeah. really. Um, if you can't think of anything, you start with those little things, and then yes. the more you go, the more things you think of to be grateful for. And um, I think it kind of just gets you out of that state of, you know, reflecting on what's what your problems are and you start thinking of you know the things around you yeah. and you start thinking of you know how your friends or whatever have been uplifting you and you didn't even notice it or you know things like that so that's all helped me in my journey and it's really helped me become a better person 
and also just help me evolve. Yeah. Um, I think life's all about evolving and becoming, you know, better than what you were yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's been quite a journey, but we're moving forward, and yeah, yeah, I think the best part about everything that I've been going through right now is discovering that it is something that I can actually get a grip on. Okay. And even though it happens at the oddest times, you know, the depression creeps in the weirdest times, you can't always tell when it's going to happen. You can still sort of, and this is only like after you've, you know, done certain things and after you've accepted it for what it is, you can sort of still try and live with it and, you know, make it into something better. I don't know if that's making sense. I am am understanding. (laughs) (laughs) Like it doesn't have to overwhelm you. Yes. Yeah. So the biggest thing is just not letting it get to that point of overwhelming you. Thank you so much, uh, Thank you for I really, me. I really do appreciate um, you having to take the time and share because the most important thing is to allow our stories um, kind of be an impact to others and yeah. not only letting them see our lens, but letting them see that the lens of mental health or health in itself it's broad and because of the different individuals in which we are it affects us differently but we're saying hey i was i went through this and i overcome and i'm still i'm still overcoming it it might not be what it seems to be the right but what is the right exactly what is the right because in my understanding what i grow grow, have grown to understand there isn't a normality no not at all there isn't a normality anything that car with four wheels is not exactly normal because you have a, a, a truck with eight, you have yeah. a, a vehicle of two. So exactly. really, what is the basis of right? And um, that's basically about do better, do be better, do better is about the yes. podcast. It's about hearing people's stories out for them to be better, for them or others to do better. Yes. So um, thank you for having to take the time and share your story with Hear Me Out podcast. I know our viewers are definitely going to love it. Yeah. And <laughs> the setup today was kind of interesting and nice. It was really on a coffee shop basis. I hope the audience will enjoy and I will recommend you guys to check out see it differently on the <laughs> but it's caffeinated by cashew coffee cashew coffee um, it's quite a different name and I also see it's a Scalzini's deli pizza that's what it is it's also you'll find it mostly in Cape Town if you are around Cape Town but I hope in other cities <laughs> around South Africa you'll find it but yeah that is us today do better be better and overcome all that you can we will check you out on the next episode thank you for joining us thank you for having me i feel so honored (laughs) awesome thank you so much